Good morning, Giants. Welcome to Wake Up with Giants TV. Have you ever wondered the power of vision boards? I have. Good morning, Giants. Welcome to Wake Up with Giants TV. I'm Ryan Morris, and as always, I'm here with your host, Nicholas D. Smith, the author of The Giants and the Smalls, and uh, founder of Wake Up with Giants TV. Uh, what else have we done? The League of Giants. Oh, man. Big groups. We've done a lot of things. Is. Yep. Pole dancing. All of it. <laughs> that was only once, and it was tight that month, so yeah. it, was, it was one of those months. Whatever we got to do for some money. <laughs> we were part of that. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you haven't joined us here. on YouTube, hit the subscribe button now. Hit the alert button so you know when we go live every single dang time. Today's episode I'm really, 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 really excited about because I love vision boards. I've been able to watch Nick and his vision boards and his 5,000 Things journal and watch the uh, manifestation play out in real time um so I, I, i'm really really excited that's all it's just a lot of really happening right now there, there is a lot of really <laughs> but really go subscribe at youtube because that's important so you can catch us live yeah and hit the notification bell so that we've yeah because got... nobody wants to see a strip so. <laughs> <laughs> no they don't they don't if we're honest yeah even debbie's like covering her eyes it's I like i don't even want to see myself pole dance <laughs> it's like gravity's not my friend i love it well let's let's dive in so debbie help me with your last name how do you say that well if you think about like a super sleuth yes yeah. but it's sluice sluice okay man i was gonna butcher that i'm so glad you helped me there so debbie sluice so she's a canadian girl from ontario formerly a child care director who treasures family. So she's a mom of four. She reads motivational books uh, and she uses a highlighter. So some of you can probably relate to that so that she can highlight the good parts. She loves peanut butter, uh, anything. So really it doesn't matter. So anything with peanut butter. So if you're going to send her a gift, make sure it has that in there. And she appreciates the little things in life like twinkle lights or strong cup of coffee and is a little bit fancy zipping around in her new Miami blue Porsche. So she's kicking up her business to help educators and coaches create their vision board so that they can declare and experience their best life of abundance. And she's more than a life coach. She helps ambitious coaches and entrepreneurs identify and declare a vision for their life and teaches them how to use vision boards as a tool to accelerate their business impact and revenue. And we're so glad to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Uh, you know, that introduction, I always feel like it needs some pixie dust. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we can uh, we can create that too. But I, I love it because it's more connecting. I, I feel like it puts people in a, a space of recognizing that you're just like the rest of us. You're out there creating. You're a mom. You're a human. You know, sometimes we, we think of people that are creating big things in their lives and they're beyond us. And so, but there's a lot behind the scenes that we don't really see. Like, yeah, you're zipping around in your your Porsche. You're you you put your five hundred dollar jeans on just like everybody else, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's uh, one one leg at a time is what I hear. 
So did I leave anything out in your bio that you want to hit on real quick? Well, I think we might want to dig into my story, but I guess um, besides the four kids, I've also got some in-laws and actually this week I had a brand new baby grandson born. Oh, wow. His name is, I'm going to, Billy Price. Does that not sound like a little rock star already? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a handle. And he's only six pounds, Billy Price. Born with a guitar in hand and lyrics, right? Like ready to sing. Yeah. Totally does. Let's uh let's dive into your journey here. And congratulations on that, by the way. You you were way too young to have grandkids. <laughs> so if we go back in time and you can choose the start point, we have guests that'll that'll go all the way back to childhood and talk about development and things that occurred there. Uh, some go go to uh, an awakening phase of their life where they just had just a, a big awakening in their life and they go from there. So we'll let you kind of choose your start point. But where did you have your experiences or where do you want to go? Yeah, thank you. I think there's, I like to call them crystallized moments where you can actually look at it and go, that's exactly Mm. the moment that my life changed. And I've had a couple of those, but they've been accelerating as I've become intentional. So I'll start with like 15 years ago in my childcare experience, the government of Ontario, just like in the United States, they've, they had an awakening. They realized there was a better way to be with kids and the way that we were was very artificial. It was all plastic and it was like not representational of real life. And so really got into play-based learning. My childcare was chosen as one of the seven in our province to pilot it. It was like this wow. new way of being. But what happened was it transformed me as a leader. It transformed a whole organization. And it was so noticeable that I started to get requests to tell my story. And I wasn't a public speaker at the time. I was leading a team of about 60, 70 educators, four sites, not-for-profit. And all of a sudden I'm on a stage in front of 400 people and I'm telling my Mm. story and it was landing. And I was like, well, this is cool. This is, I can make a bigger impact. I love what I'm doing as a childcare director, but what's possible for a bigger opportunity. And then that turned into workshops. And what I realized was the people that were coming to hear me speak as well as my own employees what they were really looking for wasn't necessarily professional development, like our way of being with kids in terms of the, the teaching and so forth. They, they had that. What they were looking for was personal development, the mindset mm-hmm. stuff that we know that I'm sure you know this as well, is that that's where it all begins. But that wasn't within my role. So as I was touring the province and give, having these speaking things, I was asked for just like today for a bio for a professional photo. And up to that point, I literally had like selfie, right? And it just wasn't cutting it. <laughs> yeah. So I went and hired a professional photographer. And so anyone that's listening here today, if you haven't ever had a professional photo shoot, now I don't mean like one with your girlfriend. I mean like <laughs> go, go invest in yourself. Yeah. It's one of the greatest investments I've made. In I that just thought of like uh, Napoleon Dynamite and, and, uh, you know, the glamour shots by Deb. That's how mine would look. Mine would turn out like that. <laughs> Side pony. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, you're not doing it right. <laughs> Anybody have any good photography, like uh, tips? I don't know. Yeah. I need I need a good photographer. That's all I need. They're, they're really like the visual coach, right? So because they yeah, bring yeah. out, it, it's not like a, a, 
you know, a made up version of you. It's the best version of you. And that's what happened was I saw this best version of myself. And that was the first time I connected vision, visual, image, and vision. Like I made that connection because I saw what was possible when I looked at those photos. I was like, who is that girl? Because when I look in the mirror, I see a mom, I see a childcare director, you know, I see someone who is in a nine to five and just in the grind. But when I look in those photos, I see someone who's a rock star. That girl's going places. And I literally asked the photographer, you know, who is that? And she's like, it's you, right? Of course. But I just mean like, I just didn't even recognize that potential. But I saw the glimmer of hope. And so I started to do some research. And I did things so backwards where most people have a business plan and then they go to a marketing agency. No, no, no. I walked into the marketing agency and I had my photos in hand and I said, I'm going to do something really big. I just don't know what it is yet. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you took that vision of who you were in the, in the photo. This is cool. I like this because you created a vision of yourself as if, right? It's kind of that as if principle. And no plan, no plan. And this is where I think a lot of people get hung up. I was in a coaching call this morning and, and we discussed the hell hole, you know, how people get stuck in the hell hole. And uh, you go into this space of over planning and no vision, right? And you went backward. You had a photo and you're like, this is me. Let's create me as this and took that in. Exactly. And, then, and then what? Yeah. So then they're like, all right, well, let's get to work. And so they started to, and they found out that my favorite color is this blue, this Tiffany blue color. And, um, you know, what is it that you want? Who are you? And I was like, well, I'm a visionary. And so I started to research online. I came across Jack Canfield, uh, co-wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, done a lot of work. He was really the only one in the space that was really clear about vision boards and aligned with a, me as a Christian. And secondly, my early years, uh, when I understood about brains and children and how those first seven years are so crucial to our development and really set the paradigm, like all of that stuff, I was like, amen. Like I was just all in. I thought he's got it going on, but it wasn't complete. And so I pulled from various sources and in early years, we called it emergent, emergent mm. learning, emergent programming. So I created my own curriculum. In addition to that, I created a studio and so I actually have a studio that is built specifically to house vision boards. Huh. And uh, yeah, and then I opened my doors in April 2018. And what I want to just say as well is I did stay in my nine to five. Mm. So some people, you know, on Instagram, it's like, you know, jump out of the airplane, quit your job. I'm not a proponent of that. We are not me, either. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. We, we both have had careers our entire creation. So Either is yep. James Melanchick. Yeah. If you know James Melanchick, yeah, don't jump don't, without a net. Don't jump. No, so I did it. both, you know? Yep. And so I was doing both and I was op so opened my doors. Prior to opening my doors, though, I did another intuitive thing where I saw a one day conference with, again, with Jack Canfield. It was in Boston. And as you know, I live in Ontario. So if you can do the geography. I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to fly. Five, five I minutes away. Fly. I right? could have yeah. drove. Yeah. <laughs> but I flew to Boston. So it was yeah. an effort. I wanted to say that. It wasn't like it was next door. Right. So I flew to Boston, listened to his one day um, conference. And that day I wrote in my workbook, I will do a big Jack Canfield training. Hmm. Let it be. Ryan and, Moore. uh, Hang on to that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, and then I was doing both. I was doing in-person workshops. And then I was speaking at a women's conference in uh, Caesars Windsor, which is near Detroit. And I heard someone else say this. She said, what's the price you're paying for not following your dream? Mm. And I thought it's really high. So I just talked about my first, my second grandson, but my first grandson had just been born. And I thought the price is really high, not just for me, but for those around me. Mm. And I get to do this. I'm not waiting till I'm 60. I'm doing this. So I remember again, crystallized moment and I didn't have a plan B and I was all in. So I gave my notice January, 2020. And we know what happened March, 2020. I had an O moment. Like I just quit. That's your favorite word, Nick. Yeah, we can say say that. I didn't know if I could say it. (laughs) Yeah, you can say it here. I had an oh shit moment, right? Like, oh shit. Second favorite word. Second favorite. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but there's okay. So there's a couple of things I want to hang on to in your in what you're speaking about here. So one is your declaration of I will be I will do a Jack Canfield event, right? The other is is development, early development, children. And maybe some things that we can talk around around that, you know, people that maybe missed out in those first seven years and the brain doesn't stop fully developing until age 25, but it continues throughout life. But those first seven years, if you've got some makeup work to do, right, how people can do that, maybe that's later on in the show. And um, I don't remember the third, but it's probably somewhere in there. We'll figure it out. But of those two things, right, your declaration, I think it was the crystallization of the vision, like you started what most would say backward, right? They say, start with a smart goal. You hear this all the time, smart. It's gotta be, you know, specific and measurable and blah, 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 right? And the reality is, is you went backwards. You created yourself first. You had this vision of you. And then you went into a marketing company and said, these are some of my favorite things. And they created around that. And then it became an evolved into emerged, like you said, into well, I love vision and crystallization. So I'd like to learn more about that. So you develop skills around that. And so um, one of the the things that uh, I've been working on this morning, there's an acronym that for giants, right, is Garner, G for Garner, which comes from grain and storage is like put in all this stuff that you want to know about specifically for you. That was vision, visioning, vision boards, how to make them more powerful. And so you started putting in stuff that was just incredibly powerful for your growth so that you'd have a capacity to now put that out in your own program. Am I accurate or? Yeah, I love it. And, you know, as I'm listening to you speak, you've given me an epiphany because what I've distinguished in the last year and a half is the big difference between vision and goals. Mm. And most people interchange them. Goal board, vision board. It doesn't really matter. It matters. Because it matters. What you talk about goals are the, the how. Yes. Right. Vision. Yeah. You don't know the how. Mm-mm. No. And and so that's one of the things we teach. So um, the I in giants, right? Imagination. Uh, somebody shared an article with me this morning and, and it, was a, it was a spiritual article. But the idea was you're wasting your imagination on worry. So when you're when you're coming from when you talk about being and creating yourself as a being of this image that you have, this photo, and you're like, I'm that. So how do I create myself as that? You didn't know the how before you said that's who I am. And so the imagination, what we tend to do is we come from who we're being on the inside and we create a vision from that. 
And so when you have your imagination and you're being worry, then your vision is worry. Your vision isn't powerful. It isn't that creation of possibility. It's that vision of worry. And so you're wasting your imagination. That was what the article said this morning, which is beautiful. You're wasting your imagination on worry. When you could be like you did, what's possible? This is exciting. This is fun. This is adventurous. Like, I don't know who I am there, but I'm being that and I'm creating that. And I'm doing all these things to step into making that a reality. Kind of the Steve Jobs approach. What, what comes up as you hear that? Yeah, I love that. And I think that's where it begins is with vision. Most people want to get to the work, the goals, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I spoke to a gentleman and he's a coach, successful in that. I, I think he's successful, but he said, Deb, I don't need a vision because mm-hmm. I'm just climbing the mountain. And I said, okay, let's stick with that analogy. If you're just climbing the mountain, which is fun in itself, right? There's, it's a challenge. Sure. But how do you know which way you're going? Are you actually going up? And the other thing is, aren't you excited about what's going to happen when you get to the top and that you can feel a sense of accomplishment? Yeah. Look at the view and enjoy and be grateful for what the beauty is that's around you. Right? Like, yes, there's joy in the journey, Mm. but without the vision, you don't know which way you're going. So I would say, yes, I did my business backwards, but on the other hand, I would highly recommend that you begin with vision because I love the Garner idea that you talked about. I think garnering also the emotion Mm. or feelings Right. That intuitive spirit, because that when it gets tough, when the going gets tough and some of the goals and you have failure, you can go back to that initial feeling that you had mm-hmm. to go. Mm, that's the magic. That's yeah. We do that. Uh, we went down to several schools down in, in southern Utah and there is no greater feeling. I'm telling you, going into a school and teaching kids and talking to them about their giant potential and seeing that light in their eyes and the just the innocence of, of life and, you know, just seeing them sit just a little taller or be a little kinder that day and sitting like having we went into this. uh I think it was kindergarten class and they have the the rug that, that's on the floor. It's got squares on it. And the teacher tells them to sit on their square and they, they invited me to go sit on their square by them. And so one little kid grabs my hand and, and, you know, it says, Hey, come sit down by me. And so I sat down by this little kid, crisscross applesauce, watching <laughs> Nick teach these kids that right there, going back to that feeling is I would do all of what we're doing just for that feeling. All hmm. of it. So there's a couple words like inside of that, you know, there, there's this pre-membering, right? Uh, Lydia Nibley shared that word with us as a pre-membering. So you have memories of this thing. It hasn't even happened yet. And uh, Catherine Lee, who was on Oprah, I think three times, right? Had a memory of things yet to be. <clears throat> and she envisioned that meeting with Oprah so clearly that she even described her clothes. And that's what Oprah was wearing, blue. She never wears blue. Oprah was wearing blue when she showed up on stage, like literally in reality. And so this pre-membering, this pre-visioning, this pre-creation before the creation, there inside of that, we used to do it as kids so effortlessly. And then there was this teaching of that's not what you do to survive in this world. This is what you do. But as kids, we we thought freely. I, you know, trees would be horses or whatever, you know, it could be anything. I, 
I remember heavily that because I was on a tree and I thought, man, this is a cannon. This is cool. And I started bouncing on it. I'm like, no, it's a horse. And it fell and just crushed my back as a kid. So that's why I remember that, but it's still a horse, <laughs> but, but that visioning, right. That idea that it just is, well, how do you know? I don't know. I just know that it is. Well, how are you going to do it? I don't know. I just know I'm going to do it. Right. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. As adults, you know, we really get stuck into the left brain, which is that place of logic, reasoning, you know, that we need as adults to make decisions and to adult, but we sometimes leave off the right brain. Say the- boo. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> adulting is the worst. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. I, I find my children as they adult, they are finding that reality yeah. for sure. <laughs> Um, And yeah, yeah, it's the right side. So what we can do is we can fire that up with things like music and essential Mm -hmm. oils and lighting and, you know, who we surround ourselves with in terms of stimulating conversations. So Mm -hmm. who invites us to dream big and how can we create that within, you know, the people that we associate with? You know, oftentimes people say social media, Facebook, whatever, like they're giving it such a bad rap, kind of like McDonald's, like people, mm-hmm. nobody wants to admit that they actually eat at McDonald's, right? I'm not on Facebook. I'm like, really? I think you are. Yeah. But anyways, but you know, it's like you have control, you can mute, block, like I have close to 5,000 people. I have this much toxic conversation on my Facebook. That's because I, I, you know, take care of that. So what goes in my mind, that's, that's precious real estate. Mm. And so I'm really um, discreet with who and what I um, fire that up. But yes, to dream big, I think it takes practice. It's a muscle. So it's, but it's also about like, again, we haven't really talked about that, but creating a vision board. So it's more than just thinking it, or even simply writing it down. When you add images the manifestation, the possibility that it's going to actually come to fruition increases by 78%. Mm. So by simply adding an image and a lot of people create vision boards with words, it's just kind of an easier thing. I don't know why we're just attracted to words as a, as a woman. I don't know for guys, but you know, I have it on this. They're just pictures. Words, words are pictures still. They're just, we put them in a sequence that says, it says this, right. But they're still images. Like, the images are so much more powerful in terms of, though, invoking emotion. Yeah, I see what you're saying, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you can put yourself in the image, hmm. whereas the word feels more one or two dimensional, whereas the photo, you can actually, like you said, have that memory, which is actually not even occurred because you hmm. can picture yourself, you know, feeling the sun on your face, um, you know, listening to the waves, wherever you are, feeling your feet in the sand um, and really fully experience it. So yeah. I'm eating McDonald's right now. Sorry, I just got distracted there. <laughs> <laughs> Give me just a minute. I'm just through these fries. Give me yeah. a, a second. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, can you pull back up that last quote there, Ryan, from uh, Melissa? Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good too. Um, so this, I'm going to throw this up on the board and this is a little off topic, but it'll, I, I think we can tie it in. 
is act, right? Because you're talking about the goal side is the action side. That's the plan. That's the strategy. So the acronym that I'm playing with this morning is, is giants, right? Garner, imagine, act, navigate, tend, and soar, right? So when, when you get into the action, there is no creation outside of action. Like you have the vision, but did it just because you put it on a picture and magically just appear or did you take some step toward it? Like, can you talk about that process? Like move us into the action. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So ask, believe, receive. Those are the three, I think, mm. action items. Ask for what you really want. So get really clear on what you want, like you did with that guest who said, you know, I want to be on Oprah. She's going to be, or I'm going to be wearing blue. Like she got really clear. Then she believed that it was possible. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, she created space for it to happen. Mm. So she opened herself to receive. And I think a lot of us, um, even in the self-development area, we get the first two ask, okay, I believe it. I've heard it about other people, but then actually sabotage. Um, the like It's like opening, it's like ordering something from Amazon and then going on vacation, right? And leaving it in the rain. Um, so being open mm-hmm. to receive. But I'd like you to notice too, I love that you're playing with words here. The law of attraction, we haven't really talked about that, but there's action embedded in the law of attraction. Mm. And I think there's a misconception that, you know, you put your things on a vision board and it just magically happens, like you said. And so right. what I like to talk to my clients about is now what? Right. So you've invited the law of attraction, even in the composition of creating your vision board, because you've trusted that the images that are supposed to show up will. I'm a big yeah. proponent of paper. We haven't really talked about that either. There's so much here. But, you know, um, that- unpack it all. Like, get, get the circus. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. You know, like, yeah, let's see it. Okay, so I'm a the big paper, so I'm going yep. kind of going all over the place. But yeah, so the action comes after that so that you're creating goals because the goals are the fuel for you to actualize your vision. So if you think about like a, we were talking about road trips before we got on air here, you know, yeah. and so if you think about the vision like your destination, you're going to come and visit me here in Ontario. Yeah. And okay. right. So you imagine what it's going to be like. You've heard about Melissa being there. You've heard about Niagara Falls. It's yeah. like wow, we don't know where Niagara to... Falls is either. We still don't. <laughs> she tells us, and every day we're like, "Wait, is that is that down by Florida, Tallahassee area? Is that pretty close?" <laughs> oh, Melissa, I feel your pain. <laughs> Did she warn you? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no. But um, yeah. So right. So if you picture like the destination, like your vision, but then you back it up. So mm. then you're like, okay, so now we're going to get in our car. We got to fuel. We've got a plan, right? We got to figure out, do we have enough food? Do we have water in the car? Where are we going to stop along the way? Mm. And consider those stops like goals, right? So, okay. So three hours in, four hours in, we're going to stop, have lunch. And then we get out and relax. Now, if you're unlike my dad, where it'd be like in and out, Right. It was like no stop, no time for, you know, enjoyment of anything. We'd see these beautiful antique stores and we'd be like, well, that would be a fun place to be. Right. Like just like go, go, go. But I'm like that as well. Even in my daily life is that sometimes I forget to stop and enjoy as the goals are accomplished. Yeah. Because those fuel the journey to the vision. I love it. So let's let's pull this in because when we talk about the giant's journey, it's a similar thing. But we we love to start with creating yourself first. <clears throat> so like you did, create yourself because that does the visioning, that does the acting, that does the planning. 
So who you are and who you create yourself to be is what does everything that you touch. And as I hit things around me, that's what that clank is. Um, but but that that would be the primary is when when I say garner, it's that it's that filling your stores, filling your capacity to be able to do what you say that you want to create in the world. And so that's everything from working through anxieties, depressions, uh, having gratitude, acceptance for the things that are in the world and being where you are, like where you are is your start point. It doesn't matter how you sugarcoat that where you are is where you are. And when you can start to recreate who you are inside of that, then that combination of who you're creating yourself to be inside of your reality starts to change your reality because now you start to vision differently. You start to act differently. You start to believe differently. You start to receive differently. Like I just hear so much power in what you're sharing and it ties so much into our, our journey kind of overlays everything. It, it just, the giant's journey is simply what you're describing. It's just the process. Like you have a process. This is the process that we see that everybody goes through over and over again. It's so self-similar. It's boring in a way. It's like it's wash, rinse, repeat. But it's not because the changes that come out of the other side are so like dramatic and beautiful and vivid and colorful and different, right? Well, I, I see your head like shaking, like what what is what's coming up right there as you hear that? Yeah. When you said it, it is so simple. I remember mm -hmm. um, he's he's now a client of mine, but I remember him, you know, sort of delving into this whole thing, and he's like, "Deb, it's so simple." And at first, I was insulted by that. I was like, "What?" But he's like, "That's the beauty of it. It's yeah. it's that it's simple." And I love that you talked about that, like that it the kids get it. We as adults have all this other stuff in the way, but kids get it. Yeah. I actually would love to work more with kids. But mm. the other thing that you said about colorful, the outcome, here's the other thing we we're talking about goals and vision, the difference. Look, the vision, you don't know the how, but you create it anyways. And I've had clients say to me, Deb, that's so unrealistic. And I'm like, now we're talking. Yeah. And, wow. and what actually manifests requires divine intervention. Mm. So you can't physically do it yourself because if you can, it's a goal. A vision is beyond that. And what I've discovered is my visions are not big enough because what shows up for me is always bigger and better and unexpected, which is just extraordinary. Of course it is because my vision is based on my human experience. What I've been able, like you said, to store up, but it's only based on what's around me. Yeah. But what actually shows up is so much more amazing and extraordinary. Okay. So imagine I've got kids, I've got four kids and, and uh, they'll draw a picture or they'll come with a plan. And I'm like, that's cute. And then I come from where I'm at. Right. And what if we tried this and this and this and this, and then their possibility expansion just goes like this. Right. Well, in a way, the way this all works, and I can't explain how this works because it's serendipitous, it's magic, it's miraculous. It's these things that when you start taking action, things you can't explain come in and say, let's try this. Kind of like that parental guidance, like that's cute what you put together. But if you're open to it and we can let go of your goal a little bit, let me show you what's possible, right? And it's bigger than anything you could imagine. Because when we get into our imagination, we limit ourselves to, you know, Townsend Wardlaw was on our show on Thursday, 
And he said, every belief is limiting because the moment we say that's the way it is, we limit the universe and we say, this is it. And it becomes a limiting belief, right? So every belief becomes limiting because we say this is what's possible from what we know, like you just described. Kids don't do that. They start imagining everything is possible, right? The, the quote, when nothing is sure, everything is possible. So when you get into that world of visioning where you're not visioning big enough, it's simply, you might not even know how to do that, but stay open like the princes of serendip, where the word serendipity comes from, is that they were out chasing their dreams and visions and actions but then stuff would come in that they weren't looking for and it would expand out even bigger than they could have ever imagined. Serendipitous, right? And we're big, big believers in serendipity because our plans are just, they're from our smallness in a way. It's from what we can see. But can you keep going with that? I, th- I just feel so much energy and power around this for people, yeah. for, for me too. Well, sometimes people also put... Um restrictions on their vision, like even creating their vision board. Hmm. So there's resistance or they'll say, you know, I just want to make it, do I make it just for a year? Cause again, that feels realistic. Right. And so what I challenge people to do is to dream 10 years out, but for this vision board and knowing that within a year, you're going to want to update it, redo yeah. it. Huh. And actually I don't say update because I would say, don't, don't take images off. I am a big proponent of gluing them. So don't mm. pin them. They're not temporary. So the gluing of them is actually a de- declaration to the universe to say, this is what I've decided. This is what mm. I want. I also, another way to be really bold about your choices is to have the images be large. Mm. So have a, I have a large board, 20 by 30. I encourage paper as another one of my protocols because when it's in the hand, it's in the heart. And people will say, oh, digital, like it's so easy, much easier. Well, there is a first red flag. And secondly, when you're actually Googling an outcome or looking on Canva, it's engaging a different part of your brain. And I really, again, trust the process. Really? That's interesting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that. That's that's something unique and new. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, so, so I want to venture back a little bit to something you said earlier about child development. So till age seven, we have a lot of people in our tribe, like it's, it's evolved into not teaching children, teaching adults who still have childhood wounds, right? There, there are a lot of us that are still healing from neglect or trauma or things that were never taught, right? So during that development stage, the age zero to seven, there's a lot of development that occurs there and a lot that can impact how you show up in the world. Have you found some things that serve when it comes to closing the gap between what you weren't taught and where you currently are? Is that a hard question yeah. or is that a clear question? No, I love that question. Yeah. It's just, it's just, there's so much to unpack in there. That yeah. Yeah. Be another hour. yeah. So, and maybe we'll do a different show on that topic, but if you were to just briefly, you know, just cover, what yeah. would you share with that question? Well, I think that in order to create a vision, you do need to address some of that. It's like trying to build a house on top of a garbage dump. Mm. Unless you've dealt with some of the stuff that's garbage, and even at the very least recognize that it's garbage, your house is going to start to stink or it's going to fall apart if you don't actually have some of that stuff dealt with. Your water's going to be a little funky, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So 
some of the beliefs that, so one of the very um, big questions that I encourage my clients to answer is, is that true? Mm. So just because this is what I'm saying, like you said, that belief, which as soon as we say it's a belief or it just is, right, is to check in. And even as a Christian, I mean, these are things that things are black and white. Well, is that actually, you know, I'm, I'm looking up against the Bible and go, is that actually biblical or is that religion? Yeah. Right? Or yeah, is that wow. just what somebody has said? Or is that just a culture of religion? Right. Like just, you know, getting into that kind of stuff. Which is another even, show. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, but I love that question that Byron Katie's work is around that question, right? Exactly. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. So go, and he's got going. five more, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, what else? So, I mean, yeah. So some of the other ones that show up for vision boards, I would say would be, um, I have to unpack is about work because mo most of us think about work. We, we actually think money is the, is the problem. Like we have issues with money. We actually have issues with work mm. because um, I remember one of my friends, she said, when I was coaching her to do something that was creative, she made these beautiful arrangements for centerpieces on tables. And I said, oh my goodness, you could sell those on Etsy and make a lot of money. She's like, yeah, but if I do what I, I'm passionate about, I won't like it anymore. Hmm. Uh, so let's unpack that. I said, are you open to talking about that? So no wonder you don't have a job because if why would you want to work somewhere that you wake up every day and you're not passionate about it? What hmm. if... You could be passionate and wake up every day excited to go to work. What about that? Wouldn't that be amazing? That's yeah. a common fear around the world. It's one of the top 10 is fear of success. Yes. As much as fear of failure comes before it, but fear of success is like number two or three in the list. And, and because of that, like, well, what if I do make it? Right? So Absolutely. Yeah, that's the next one for sure. And, and you know, I love to think about again, going back to toddlers, little ones, yeah. we know how to fail. We're, we're pretty, even though we say we're fear of failure, not really, because we, we do fail every day. There's things that we fail at, you know, a little, little one learning to walk, fall down, fall down, fall down, get up, fall down. Right. But success, ta-da, all of a sudden they're walking. Right. So those, those moments I was talking about too, those crystallized moments or some of those big achievements along the way, those aren't as frequent as failure. Mm. So I do definitely see more of the fear of success, which actually kind of is veiled as failure, yeah, but yeah. that glass ceiling people yeah. put up all the time, who will I be? And then that leads into this idea of money, right? Um, I actually heard someone say this as well. Um, if I become rich and wealthy, I won't be a nice person anymore. That was mm. the fear, right? And I mean, that's just honest. That's just, and those are things that we're layered with already as young children, when we see impressions or we overhear adults talking about other adults and gossip and, and those kinds of things. And we start to get those impressions yeah. around wealth and money. It's incredible. So Edison, right? He said he found 10,000 ways that didn't work, which is a hard wiring for failure because he found because of those 10,000 failures, the way that did work. But we don't think of it that way. We think we think in terms of, you know, changing who we are. We think in terms of, you know, failure means something about me. 
right? Einstein, who was an incredible uh, physicist, was an incredibly terrible insurance salesman. He failed at it. So what are we measuring, right? You measure how well a turtle can, can climb a tree, right? Compared to a monkey, you would call it ignorant and unintelligent, right? Well, it's not equipped to do that. That's not, that's not its design or its vision or creation, right? So who are we comparing ourselves against, right? So, so some of that comes in and says, it's our own stories that are getting in the way. It's, our, it's who we're being in the creation that even has those stories come up. And then has us not only have those stories, but to see that in our world as truth. We don't look for truth in the world. We look for agreement. We look for whatever we think is true. And when we go Google search that, we find evidence to support that. Even if somebody else has a different truth, we look for agreement, not truth, not understanding. And so you can find whatever you want. Like if you want to vision yourself as a terrible human when you become wealthy, you could create that. That's how powerful we are. What what else comes up inside? Of, I, I I will go on and rant. And no, I, I love that. I've never heard time. that before. We look for agreement, not for truth. That's pause there. That's like mic drop. That's awesome. Yeah. Should we wrap um, it up? <laughs> but the brain does that. The brain does that naturally, right? The brain yeah. does that naturally. Like, uh, and I think it's even in the secret when you want a uh, like a red sports car. And your brain starts seeing red sports cars everywhere. It, it tries to find to justify the reasons that, you know, that, that you're right or it searches to make you right. Hmm. Yeah. What, what, I mean, we're 40 minutes in and I'm so excited. Like we're just getting started. We could, we could literally spend hours just unpacking this. Right. But the, the, the thing that I'm hearing is there's this, I love looking for process. I love looking for systems because then they're duplicable and, and other people can take those and make them a part of their skill set. So as they practice into this, they have tools now that they can use in their visioning. And, and when you're talking about creating your vision and gluing it in, declaring it, making it bigger than you can imagine, like when you say that sounds impossible, now we're talking now you're on the right path for vision, right? There's still the doing that has to come about. So when we talked about action is a lot of people won't even act on it because they have this belief system that says it's never going to come true anyway. It was never meant for me anyway. I've heard that over and over again. Well, if it's God's way, then it will happen. I like some by happenstance thing, right? And, and they don't put any effort into it to make it a reality because what I would hear in that is God's way is for you to act on it as though it is his way, right? Or, or her way, or however you want to see that or, or no way. If, if you don't believe in God, I don't, I don't care that the idea here is the idea that there's a higher version of yourself that's available to you, to every one of us, regardless of that. Yet we get in our own way of saying I, it can't be done. And so it isn't, that becomes the reality. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. I love listening to you. So, okay. So the intention of the vision board, we haven't really got, I've talked about ask, believe and receive, but I also want to just talk about have, do and be. Most mm. people think about a vision board, like what do I want to have, what do you need to do to have that stuff. And then I'm going to be happy. And mm. I flip it on its head. Like you were just talking about who do I get to be the best version of me? What do I get to do to be the best version of her? Mm. And then the have will show up. And I can yeah. trust that it will show up. 
And the doing is my responsibility. So whether again, Christian or not, but it's to create an intentional life. So I see my vision board. It's going to speak in a Christian aspect as a state of worship so that I'm actually showing gratitude to my creator to say, thank you for this gift of life. I'm going to dream as big as I possibly can with this gift and wait and see what shows up. Hmm. That's how, so it's a visionary appreciation. It's a visionary way of being grateful for what hasn't even occurred yet. Hmm. I'm putting it out there. I'm trusting, I'm being grateful and I'm stepping fully into this beautiful life that I've been given and then letting go of the outcome and the expectation and being grateful. And it just circles back. So it's just oh, a cycle of gratitude. I, I just have so much like coming up as you say that, like all these things, all these connections are like, yes, yes, yes. Like if you're watching this, hear this, because so many times we have this version of listening that you'll miss what she just shared right there. So go back and rewind and watch this again and really hear it from a space of this is possible for you. You know, I, I think of the word intent, which comes from the Latin intendere, which means to stretch toward, right? If I go and stretch to my toes right now, I'm going to tear something <laughs> and, and I probably won't get back up, right? But with stretching, it's little by little. It's a little here, a little there. It's one small thing that you can do today and another one tomorrow and another five minutes from now and one small thing. It's not like our visions have to come about by some mass stretch, right? Intention is simply that is I am stretching toward that daily and expanding into that daily. I'm building the capacity to become that, right? And then the other thing that I hear inside of this, let me see if I can pull this back in, is the surrender, right? To render over, that's where that word comes from, to render over to another, a higher self, a higher being, a higher power, something outside of your current self, some bigger version of you to render over to that, that whatever you're doing, and this is where we do the X thing, right? The X thing is simply, you're doing exactly what you should be doing. You're right on time. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. So it's turning over that the how will figure itself out. Like Steve Jobs says, he says, you can't figure out the the dots looking forward. You can only do that looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect, right? And so that surrendering over is trusting that whether it's your path that you came up with or some other path, your vision will be. So there's there's a power in surrender. There's a power in intention. There's a power in action. Like there is no wishing in what we do. Becoming a giant in your life is simply a vision of I am that. And then acting on whatever plan you have and surrendering over to something else and letting serendipity and magic and miracles come into your life that you can't explain and opening space for that. Because there's a lot of people that don't have room for miracles in their life, right? What what uh, comes up as you hear that? Well, when you first started talking, you said about, uh, I think you talked about repetition, about the stretch, right? Mm, And oftentimes, I think people believe that vision is going to be like a miracle where it's just boom, things are radically different. Yeah. And if you think about, you know, if you decided that you're going to get fit, you walk into the gym, just the fact that you've paid your gym membership doesn't mean that you're going to have a radically different healthy body. You need to do the work and you need to do the reps. 
And so the same thing is required with our brain muscle and with the daily habits. So I love this quote, like little hinges swing big doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the little daily habits that actually swing open the big opportunities. Mm-hmm. So it's how we decide to show up every day, making that commitment to ourselves and to those around us. What are like, consider what are your non-negotiables? What are things that you must do every day? And I would encourage you to consider one of them as action towards your goals. Can you do five things every day that will move you forward to one of your goals? Jack Canfield talks about this as if your vision is a great big tree. I think about these big trees that you have in the States, like those huge trees are like apartment buildings. Sequoias, yeah. Right. And if you only had an ax, right. And your, your task was to chop the tree down. Well, for one, you probably want to go get your buddies, but secondly, you're going to just go at it every single day. And if you take five whacks, that tree, eventually that tree is going to come down. Hmm. And so that's how action is, is that it, it's also about that repetition, but I also just want to add the repetition is also scientific in terms of it changing your brain. Yes. Yeah. Can I'll nerd out with you if you want to dive into that. Yeah. yeah. So um, go ahead. Cause I, I, I have a, you know, sort of a surface overall knowledge around the 30, the 30 consecutive days that it actually changes the composition of your brain. Yeah. So, let me talk. I'll, I'll dive into the neurological side of it. The neurophysiological changes that occur in the body it's when you have a neuron that fires, you have a new vision that you create at night. When you go to sleep, the, the brain repairs the low level brain damage of the day. And so it goes through and consolidates and prepares and stores and makes efficient the actions that you're taking throughout the day. So day one, you're going to be pretty terrible at things. I tell my clients, you've got to be willing to suck at something long enough to get good at it. And most of us won't let ourselves do that. But when the neuron fires, you have these things called glial cells in your brain that go through and support. So you have astrocytes, oligodendrocytes, and microglia. The astrocytes wrap the synaptic connections to make sure that chemicals aren't lost. So if you do it enough, that starts to get supported. If you don't do it enough, that never occurs. And then you have oligodendrocytes that create a myelin sheath on the axon so that it fires faster and faster and faster to where it becomes automated. So now it's no longer something you think about. It becomes automated. It becomes who you are. But the, the microglia, they go through and clean everything up. So any damage or breakdown, it breaks it down and clears it out of the body. So at night, you repair all that damage that you're creating. And once it's locked in, it's locked in. It is not going away. You talk about some of your negative behaviors and unuseful behaviors. There's no way to stop those. There's a way to reroute them. So instead of the energy flowing through those, you're now pushing it into other directions. So neurologically, it takes between 18 and 260 days to create a new habit habit being the thing that automates what you're being, which creates your doing, right? So physiologically, your body is designed for repetition and expansion. So once you gain a muscle cell in the body, you never lose that. Like you, that muscle cell, that muscle memory is always there and you don't have to do anything to keep it fresh. Like you go ride a bike, you haven't ridden a bike in 10 years. You'll pick it up just like that. It is not lost. So once you gain it and garner it, this goes back to the granary, the storage of it. Once you garner it, it's yours forever. But the garnering it takes harvesting, takes planting, takes nurturing, right? 
And so after a period, it's going to go back in and become an automated behavior, which is the goal of everything. Because the more we can do unconsciously, in the words of Alfred North Whitehead, the more humans can do. It's by our unconscious behaviors that we can do more. So I'll rant on that because I, I freaking love the design of our body. But I would love to hear your thoughts around that if you have some further insights that would I got to go back and watch that. You just dropped a whole <laughs> bunch of new language for me and vocabulary. I'm like, what? Like, so I know we, we create highways within our brain. This is what you're talking. So I'm very yes, simple. Yeah. And, and what yeah. we, what we focus on, we attract more of into our life. And, um, you know, so I'm thinking about, Oh, I just, sorry, I just lost the thought. I was just going to say something else, but, um, yeah, love, love that whole neuroscience around it in that, um, the repetition and also, oh, I know I was going to say too, the best time to focus on your vision board. So you talked about the subconscious is in the theta brainwave, which is right before you go to sleep and when yes. you're waking up. Yes. So okay. you want to have your, your vision board available during that time. Because if you consider, just like you use the bike analogy, I love that. But if you consider, if you watch a scary movie, Mm. Or if you read a really involved book, or if you've had something really stressful during the day, what's showing up in your dreams? Bits yeah. and pieces of that, because your brain's trying to make sense of it. So imagine if you can harness the power of that by focusing on your vision board and what you want in your life and what you want to attract right before you go to sleep. Mm. You're really, you know, put putting that into, again, into all of those new pathways that you're creating in your brain. So, okay. Uh, so here's a thought, an additional thought around that. Create yourself first thing in the morning, the person that's doing the doing. Create that first thing in the morning. Create your vision before you go to bed so it consolidates. Like the, the action that you take throughout the day, that one step, that five steps, that's the, the being that's doing the doing. The vision comes back in at night. I love that. And this is, this is a practice that I'm learning into as well as visioning at night before I go to bed um, because I haven't done that in the past. Generally, I'm just go, 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 like the guy that climbs the mountain without a, a, a vision, right? So just creating the vision at night, creating the being in the morning, the vision of that and being that and then practicing throughout the day and then at night reaffirming the vision and letting the brain do the work of consolidating, cleaning up, clearing the low-level brain damage of the day, right? That's the beauty of our bodies is they are designed to support anything that we want to create, even the unuseful stuff. You want to vision yourself as a terrible person. You can create that. And it really doesn't take a lot of effort. Yeah. So you do need to be careful what you put on your vision board. I had a gentleman I worked with and he said, I'll never make a vision board again. Hmm. Oh, tell me about that. And he's like, well, I wanted a bigger house. He goes, I wanted a fancy car. He goes, and I wanted lots of money. Hmm. I said, okay. He said, and I got it all. I said, so tell me more. And he's like, and I lost my marriage. Huh. So, you know, yes, it's where your focus goes, your energy flows. So you do want to have like what we're talking about today is a vision board is really powerful because what you're putting in your brain, you also are attracting to you, mm. but get into the being, what do I want? So, um, actually do we have time? Can I do a real quick yes. exercise? Yes. With you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Okay, cool. Yep. All right. Yep. If you've got a piece of paper, I want you to draw a diamond shape about the size of a post-it note. Okay. Okay. 
That's I don't convenient. have a piece of paper, but I'm going to come back I have, and do this. I have yeah. a post-it note, so I'm going to trace okay, it. Okay, post-it note. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> and then in the top of your diamond, I want you to write down one or two words to describe your big vision. Mm. So think about everything we've been talking about so far, not what you think you can accomplish because the eagle right away wants to go to get the gold star, wants to connect the dots, wants to put mm. the check mark, get her done, right? No, no. This is like the vision that is like, this would freaking blow your mind mm. when this happens, okay? One or two words to describe it. Let me know when you're done. I'll go by your timing for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go off of Ryan because he's doing it. I'm just, yeah. I'm going to observe and come back and do this exercise after. Good. In the middle, I want you to write down one or two words that will describe how you're going to feel when that mm. vision comes to fruition. When it manifests, what are the two words, one or two words that you're going to feel? You good? Mm -hmm. This is where the rubber hits the road. You might even need to take out your phone. What is the date mm. that this is going to manifest? Be as specific as possible. Month, year, and put that in the bottom of your diamond. Yeah, it's tough. Mm. I hope everybody watching is, is playing along. I love this. Cool. Are you done? Yes. Okay. I want you to go to the back to the top of your diamond. I want you to scratch off your vision. Mm. It's going to feel weird. Scratch it off. Just scribble it out, huh? Yep. Sadness. Because that's not actually your vision. Your vision is the middle. Hmm. And I want you to ask yourself if you're willing to wait to that date to feel that way. Wow. That's interesting. This is your wake up call. Wow. Let's wake up giants. <laughs> <laughs> This is your wake-up call. Wow, yeah. You deserve to feel that way today, right now. And what? here, I've got the amazing formula to, to tell you how to do that. Uh, holy cow. Get into action. Get into action towards your goals. Because when you begin to take that ax and chop down that tree, you're going to feel that way immediately. Hmm. And that feeling is going to build. And that energy is going to produce more and you're going to attract more and more. And before you know it, you're stepping and living into the vision. You just took, you just blew my mind with that. Like the date that I would have had in mind for my creations is years from now. And you made it a reality right, right now. No waiting. This is right now, this moment today, you can start doing those things. Look at, I love that. My heart rate just picked up. Yeah. A vision board is not about someday. Mm. We're not someday here. We are today. 
So what do you get to do? So this is your wake up call. This is your kick in the butt. This is your leverage that you need to know that, yeah, I'm not waiting for some day to feel peace, love, joy, calm, success, accomplishment, whatever it is that you put in there. You get to invite that way of being right now. Holy cow. Decide. All right. So I've got it. We're, we're at 59 minutes here and we're good going over a little bit if you are. Um, but I would have a question and, and you've already dropped a lot of wisdom on us. But how would you, what would you share going back in time, right? A piece of wisdom with yourself that you would share that would carry you through the journey, right? doesn't change anything, but it, it helps you to recognize, like, if I do this or if I be that, then I can create. Hmm. I suppose I would have stepped into this sooner. So even hmm. though I said I'm not a proponent of jumping out of the nine to five too quickly, I realized that um, I, I, I could have done it sooner. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. But it is exactly the way it's supposed to be. And I wouldn't change anything. I love, yeah. You know, that that's the beauty of the journey is if I went back in time and even if I had changed in some degree, I wouldn't be right here in this episode with you. Just a small degree change in my life somewhere along the line would have prevented me from being in this conversation at this time right now, right? Like it's it's a growth, it's a journey. And, and the vision just, my vision just keeps expanding and expanding. What I used to think about back then, we've already realized and so going from here and expanding even further than that, even going to the point of crossing that out, that thing out, that realization out is the feeling, right? Neville Goddard's the feeling is the secret. What you just shared and declared and created right there in a moment is so powerful is that feeling is really what your vision is. Like that's powerful. Ryan, do you have some other thoughts? You're muted out there. I'm just quiet. I'm a quiet <laughs> kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I sat there and, and I drew out. It's actually I drew out our vision, Nick, for the giants and the smalls. We know what that is because we we declare it all the time of, of lives impacted. Mm. And then in the middle, I had put fulfilled and joy. Mm. And then I put Christmas 2023. Mm. And then, yeah, why the heck do we have to like wait for that? I described how I felt fulfilled and joyful while I'm sitting on the mat, crisscross applesauce. I can go back to that feeling any point in time. I, why do I have to wait? I don't have to wait at all. I can just have that. It's like getting get paid action. in advance, right? It's like you got an advance on your vision. Yeah, that's what I wanted. That's what I want. That's what. Huh. That's what fills me up. This is beautiful. I um okay, so here's here's the thought. We could keep going. Um I, I think we'll wrap up and what we'll do is we'll have you back as a guest if you're open to that. On um, we do Wake Up with Giants Radio where we really dive into the philosophies, the how-tos, the the systems, things like that. Um so we'd love to have you on there as a guest. And I think we're booked out till April or May on that at this point. But if you're open to that, we'll get you the invite. But for, for now, how do people work with you? How do they find you? 
how do our followers kind of tap into your world? Well, I am all over social media. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, I'm actually on Clubhouse. I don't know if you're on Clubhouse, but yeah. And so you can find me there uh, okay. either by my name, Debbie Sluice, or Dare to Declare. And um, all my uh, platforms and my email, you see my website is popped up there. It's dare, the number two, declare.com. Okay. And uh, it's okay if they reach out to you and have a conversation with you and it is more than okay. If you go on my website, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to invite you to do that. So you can have a free discovery call. There's three little boxes on my website. I've got some freebies in there. I've got a scorecard. You can discover how big you dream, discover, and declare. There is a free e-guide uh, to support you with some of the things I've been talking about this morning about creating your own vision board. And then there's also a link there to book a free discovery call. So there's three freebies right there on my front homepage on yeah. my website. It's a great way to get experience. You know, I've had a lot of coaches that have served from that capacity of let me just serve you and have you experience. And then from there, you can decide if you want to continue the, 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 the uh, possibility of continuation is a much easier decision than starting. Right. So when you start to experience something, even with visioning, right. When you start experiencing it, it's easier to continue it. But to start it is often our hardest, our biggest challenge that so you've taken away that experiencing of it. You know, that start point is easy. So thank you for that. Um, for those that are watching, we just we love you. We appreciate you. We're trying every day to find new ways to serve you. And um, so if you have thoughts or questions, even in the comments of the show, Debbie, you'll be able to go back and look at the comments in here and start inter interacting there. Um, we have just a really highly engaged community of people that are just in the pursuit of their giant visions. And so we appreciate you serving them today. And for those that are watching, remember you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're right on time. There's no loss of time envisioning, right? You're doing exactly what you should be doing in the creation that you're creating. And you're the one that gets to make it all up. So have fun with that. Be with that. Be who you need to be to have that vision be a reality right now. Ryan, any other final thoughts outside of that? Oh, and then, uh, you know, give yourself some grace and uh, know that uh, God, the universe source, he can clean things up. You know, there's there's you know, you, you feel like you made a, a bad decision or, or a series of bad decisions um, or a decade or two of bad decisions. Look, they're all for our experience. I love that. And they can be cleaned up and uh, and uh, miracles and, and magic can happen as you step forward into uh, your purpose and your way of being. Beautiful. Debbie, any, any other final words? Now you are making me cry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, no, this mm. was such a joy. You asked amazing questions, your insights into what I do. I just so appreciated that bouncing and just the expansion of all of this. So thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. I love the comments. You're right. Your community is extraordinary. Um, and just really high energy. So the vibe in here was just amazing today. Thank you Beautiful. so much. You're very welcome. Everybody watching, catch us next week for another awesome episode. And then if you're not following the WWGG TV network, the Wake Up With Giants global network, we have shows being added daily there. So there's always content for you to grow in your capacity. So go make it a giant day. We'll see you in the next video. Love you too.
just am hesitating to hit the end button here for everybody. So we do what's called an after show. If you can hang, you can hang. If you got to go, you got to go. But man, I just wanted to thank you for and acknowledge you. You are powerful. Like, thank you for that show. So. Thank you. This was, um, I, I didn't know how long it was going to be. I forgot how long we, it was. And it just was <laughs> like, you just kept going. And I was like, when you talk about geeking out on stuff, like yeah. I can get on this. So to have you both like super interested and your audience interested in this, I'm like, yay, these are my people. Yeah. <laughs> these, these people are good people. They're amazing people. They're supportive and, and loving and yeah. uh, they commented a lot. So you have to go back through and check it out. And there'll be more that'll come through as the day progresses and the week progresses and this gets out. So um, it's a great place to connect with people as well and, and to serve. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I I love the after comments here. Sometimes See, they're still you know, coming in. Like we uh, we get to relax into it. It's beautiful. Hi, Melissa. Hi. <laughs> got Natalie. Yeah. We got well, Hugh and Tana. Was there anything that you wanted to share that we didn't touch on? You know that you might want to share real quick, or you feel complete in that? Well, so so you've you've done your own vision board, Ryan. Yeah. Have you done yours? So I have in the past. I I. Uh, I don't know why I haven't lately. Um, Nick had created his. I've got and, four. Uh, yeah, but keep going. I need I need to uh, I sit over behind Nick sometimes. We'll have our meetings at his house and he's got you can't see it, but you, he's got his vision board right up above his screen. And I, I need to do it because I am a big believer in vision boards. Um, I'm I feel like I'm really, really good at manifestation and holding the vision but it would even make it that more powerful, you know, for me anyway, to have the vision board. So. Yeah. I, and I would love to support you with that. So if that's huh. something that you're interested in for either of you, just my process is really unique. And I noticed sort of some eye raising with some of the things I was saying and the reason behind it. And this is, I have a niche. Uh, I tend to work with women ages 35 to 60, but I, I work with men, like everybody else shows up, but my expertise is vision boards. This is my jam. I'm in touch with my feminine. So yeah. I'm 41. So that's right in the ballpark, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually have a graduate right or someone in my Academy right now who um, is so out of my demographic. He's male. He's a cardiologist. He's from, he's European. Like he's just like not who I would think I would attract but he's becoming certified as a dare to declare facilitator. Really? Blowing huh. my mind. Crazy. You know, we, we're finding in our community when we do our marketing that more, we have more men that click through than women. And it's interesting to me because that's not my experience. When I look at comments, it's mostly women. Like it's, it's a, and it's a beautiful audience. Like we have a, a yeah, good blend of Diana, both sides Natalie, and, yeah. Alex, yep. Melissa. Yep. Alex, you throw him under the bus. Yeah, you'll have to watch the whole show uh, to get down to, to that yeah, part. right? All the way at the end, Alex, watch that. Um, well, I'm curious what your vision is. Do you, yeah, want, do you want to share our, it? Yes. Our vision is that we have impacted 100 million lives globally. It's that scribbled it's out. measurable, that it's <laughs> trackable, that, that people all over the world. So here's a vision that I'm creating that I don't know the how behind. is a global map where you can pin drop and leave a comment of how the giants impacted you and what what it did for you in your world when you read the book or started listening to that message so that people can see and quantify on a global map where everybody can come together and start seeing this grow right 
and maybe there's somebody that'll watch this as a possibility that knows how to do that. But the vision is impact 100 million lives. And I have no doubt when we get there, we're going to shoot for a billion, like no doubts. So it's uh, the other is the Pixar animated movie or style Pixar style movie, right? For the, for the giants and the small. So that is another vision that that's created. That's in theaters around the world. That's a global blockbuster, yeah. uh, a million copies sold of the book. Um, and you imagine that one book often impacts five, 10, 20 people, even a room of 300. We taught 300 teachers. Each of those books goes back to a classroom and maybe multiple classrooms a day. That could be hundreds of students plus their families that are impacted by a single book. Like the vision is that we create a global impact around people being giant in their lives. Yeah, love that. Huh. Have you created an affirmation or affirmations for that? Um, what I mean by that is something yeah. that you can say on repeat. Um, yeah, do you wanna hear mine? Yes. I am giant. I am the mystical giant. I am salmonic action. I am grateful in my highs and graceful in my lows. I am the infinite knowledge and wisdom flow through me. I am powerful leader, teacher, and guide. I am that I am confident in any situation with any person. I am that no one is worthy of my judgment, only my love. I am loving kindness. Now, now I'm tapping in. Um, I'm forgiving of my judgments. I am that I create as much money as I desire whenever I desire it. Peace is my birthright. I am that my relationships are fulfilling, loving, and easy. I am my word. I do my best to do my best. I live every moment to the fullest. I am that I can create anything I can imagine. I am one with the universe, and all that the universe has is mine to serve my needs, my wants, my desires, and those of the people I serve. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, but only always. And my timing is always perfect. And my mother named me Nicholas Townsend Smith. That's not, that's not who I am. I'm beyond that. Those are my declarations. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Well, yeah. more. I don't, it, it, is, it is. Those are, that's your declaration. Absolutely. What, what I would uh, encourage you to consider once you have your vision board, uh, your mm. next vision board, is that you tie your affirmations directly into it. Mm. So the protocol, again, that Jack talks about and Bob Proctor, rest his soul, I don't know if you heard that he passed yeah, away. Yeah. Um, is I'm so happy and grateful. So I'm mm. so happy and grateful now that. Mm. So you're saying something specific, brief, but it's, it's as though it's something future, but it's said in the present tense. Mm. I am so happy that I love that. Yeah. That, I'm so that happy is. and grateful now that, and whatever mm. that is. So I'm so mm. happy and grateful now that the, my book is in, mm. what did you say? What was the number? A hundred? Well, hundred million lives have been impacted. Right? A yeah. hundred million lives. I'm so happy and grateful now that I can pin drop. Mm. Wow. That's powerful. Huh. But yeah, somebody just said that yours was like poetry. That's amazing. I it's just think poetry. it could be like a meditation. Mm. I don't know if you've ever considered that. Have you, have you done that? Like a meditation yeah, even for your yeah. listeners? We've created meditations around this. They're up on our YouTube channel. Um, and I, and I've put yours this. into yeah. one, Nick. For uh, Who was the gal out of Australia that did yours? It was, uh, oh, hold on. I, I shouldn't go blank on her because she's amazing. 
um, but it'll it'll come back. Um, yeah, she's got a voice like butter. <laughs> but yeah, melting butter, like the the good kind of butter, not the <laughs> cold hard stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I think for you saying it yourself and the emotion that I yeah. could, I could feel mm. the vibration as you said it, and I believe you, and mm. I think. I wouldn't have somebody else say it. I would do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can commit to that. I can create that. I will create that. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Challenge accepted, right? It's like the startup challenge. Huh? Yeah. I just, you know, I, I know there's more that we can do to serve you and your community and, and in return, it serves our community. Cause like doing things like this, I, I look at, those that are watching this show and, and I'm constantly thinking in the mornings, what's another thing that we can do? What's another thing that we can do to serve? What's another way? Constantly asking questions like what keeps you up at night? What has you lose sleep? What has you lose your peace? How can we teach around that? Right. And things like this, the visioning is one of those components of what we teach that, that having the process of it is very powerful because it's a combination of not only the vision, but possibilities around how to make that a reality. Right. And that's where you give a framework for that. Like we, when we do the 12 journeys for the giants journeys, you know, it goes from that unconscious state where you are automated and things that are not useful and you become aware of that. The, the second journey of awareness takes you right into the third journey of grief, which is surprising to me because it, it takes you into that depression and anxiety and sadness and loss and, and all the things that we don't think we have to work through, but you do. And then you move from there to acceptance and then gratitude and uncertainty. And then uncertainty is where you become incredibly powerful because you show them how to navigate uncertainty by creating the vision first, which connects the dots, right? And then you go into surrender and nurture and abundance and feeling good and then eventually giving back. Those are the journeys. And so having the component and the, the facet of vision so clearly laid out in what you do is where it serves our journeys because it's it's vital like without vision you're just winging it without vision you're just jumping without a net right you're wishing you're hoping you're rubbing the genie's lamp and some possibility you're going to be blessed with a windfall like playing the lottery like you take them out of that that's it yeah. you know just an acknowledgement <laughs> around what you do thank you like, thank it's you. powerful thank you yeah yeah, it really is the fuel mm. because you can get into the hustle, the grind, yeah. the doing, but it, when, like, again, when you identify that feeling that you wanted to invite, what was it? Joyful, Ryan? Yeah, I had uh, fulfilled and joyful. Fulfilled and joyful. When you lean into those emotions, that's what literally fills your tank and keeps mm. you going. Yeah, so without funny. a vision, you haven't, you, you're not inviting and filling up that tank. That's cool. I, I see some collaboration, you know, around this. So um, I know we're going to have giant retreats, giant, um, what do you call them? Breakout sessions, things like that. Summits, seminars, where this, where we could have you come in and teach vision as I would part love of that. that would be yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That lights me up. I've done two retreats. Yeah. And um, there's something about being overnight, like having a pajama party, so to speak, 
that just cements yeah. the information. Right. It, just, it, it you know, I, I also have my studio where I do a six hours. Yesterday, I was streamed live for six hours from nine till three into Florida. And uh, again, there's something really awesome about that. But right. the retreat, just having that connection with others that are like-minded, yeah. um, getting movement involved, just it just really, it becomes one of those crystallized moments. It, it definitely transforms lives. Beautiful. I love the word crystallized too, like energy flows there or flowed there, right? It's anchored in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't wear pajamas. Oh boy. <laughs> it might be in yeah. part of the description you have to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, if we're clear. We, we're, yeah, the happen. pole dancing's to the Sorry. right. Sorry, I was, just, I was just <laughs> Yeah. Prepare, prepare yourself for the behind the scenes. Yeah. As much. Well, guys, I'm going to go hang with my kids. I, I really love this. Love you. Appreciate you. Thank you. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you both so much. And uh, I look forward to getting to know you both better and the work that you're doing and to continue to support you. So thank Thanks, you so man. much. You're welcome. Go make it a giant day. Go create yeah. it. Okay. Right. See, See ya. ya. Bye. Bye.